Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who I have here today? Christy Robinette is here, and she has written a book for impasse. And it's not even out yet, you guys. It's not out till February 8th. Welcome to High Road to Humanity, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Let me just give you guys a little bit of information of what this is about. So she says, when you feel alone in a crowded world and the weight of negativity is overwhelming, this book lifts you up and shares the secrets to both surviving and thriving as an empath. All you empaths out there, man, you got to share the show. Down to earth and easy to use, embrace your empathy, reveals the many gifts of being empathetic and how using them can heal both yourself and those around you. And that's what we're going to talk about today, you guys. So I'm really excited that she's here and on the show. She, this is one of the best books, and I told her, that I've ever seen um, on empath. So if you're an empath, I'm going to get one for both my kids because I'm an empath and my kids are empaths. They're grown adult ladies, but they're both empaths. And this will help anybody who's an empath. But before we get going on this, since this is High Road to Humanity, I pulled this up, you guys. Here's the headline. Virginia I-95 winter storm disaster leaves hundreds stranded. This is unprecedented. Now, so the Virginia Department of Transportation is warning drivers to stay away from Interstate 95 Tuesday morning so crews can free up hundreds of drivers who remain stranded or in slow-moving traffic in temperatures well below freezing. In what officials are describing as an unprecedented event, Apparently, the situation currently unfolding in Northern Virginia comes after a winter storm dumped about a foot of snow, you guys, and toppled trees across the Fredericksburg region Monday. So as of right now, Interstate 95 remains closed northbound and southbound between exits, blah, blah, blah. But you guys, this is nuts. There's a picture. I should be more graphic, but look at this. I mean, these guys are like... It's crazy. So crazy weather we got going on. Hey, and I dealt with a little bit of that with um, traveling you guys uh, to Michigan to see my kids. And, and I was talking to Christy about it. And it was just really, but I will say, I will say Delta did a good job. They put me up in a hotel and they got me to where I needed to go. And I got my bags. <laughs> so I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Now, having said all that, do you have anything to say about this craziness going on and the delays and the winter, Christy, anything? Oh my gosh. It's, it is so nuts. It's been so nuts. And I think that normally I don't do like predictions, predictions, but I right. do think that we're going to end up with even more of this crazy weather, you know, climate with the climate changes that apparently don't exist. Yeah, and, right. you know, we're not, we haven't taken care of mother earth. So, you know, she's well, definitely. I, yeah. I think we haven't taken care of mother earth either. So I think that's the real deal on this whole thing. But Christy's Robinette is in Michigan, you guys, and she is a revolutionary psychic medium and astrologer. Uh, in addition to giving readings and teaching workshops, she uses her psychic skills to assist 
with the police investigations. I didn't know that. And I think that's really cool that you do this. Um, she lectures across the country and is a frequent media commentator appearing on the uh, ID channel, Restless Souls, Fox News, ABC News, Coast to Coast, and many more. You know, how did you start to realize that you were an empath? Oh my gosh, we were talking before and said, boy, I wish I had had that when I was younger or what, you know, impact it would have on those that were younger to be able to have kind of a handbook to it. Because a lot of people don't understand what an empath is and what empathy is. And I did not know the term for a long, long time. I mean, I was a psychic medium since I was three years old and that I fought against, but I was just told I was too sensitive, you know, so I was made to believe that who I was to the core of who I was, was something that needed to be changed, not to be developed and to be healed. And that other people that were uncomfortable with me being too sensitive, that it was a their problem, not a my problem. And so I, it took me a long, long time. I was working corporate world. I was in narcissistic relationships continuously going, what's wrong with me? I I something wrong. I went to therapy. I did like, I was like, I was in this self-help, you know, theories of my life. And yeah, I probably needed all of that and it all helped. However, I wasn't finding my people either. Right. So it wasn't until I found a metaphysical center And I felt like we were a group of misfits that were all told that we were, you know, weird or that we were strange. And I realized that the weirdos were my people and that (laughs) it wasn't weird at all. And it was really great to start to talk to people that understood. And then like law of attraction, like attracts like Mm -hmm. I started to meet other people that were like me in the corp in my corporate world, in my regular world. I didn't have to go to a metaphysical center. And I met my now husband. And and when you have someone that believes in you, no matter who you are and what you say, and the craziness of traipsing through fields looking for dead bodies with police, yeah. you know, and they're like, okay, that's what we're doing for the weekend, you grow. Yeah. And well, yeah. I, I have to say, everything you said hits home with me completely. You know, I've always been told I was too, oh, you know what? You need to buck up a little bit. You just need to be a little tougher, Nancy. Don't cry. You know, and I want I cry at all. I mean, I read your book. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm." And what's cool about this book, and I just want to say really quickly, is she goes through the different types of impasse that there are. And I, I want to talk about that today. Let me rewind. There are so many people who are impasse and don't know what what they are. I was on the phone. I'll tell you mine really quick. I am very psychic, always been just like you, very intuitive, you know, clear cognizance. Um, I didn't realize until I picked up um, that this girl was around my husband, that my husband was cheating on me. And then my friend who was a psychic, she said, well, you're seeing it because you're an empath, but I never knew what it was called. Right. Okay, because when you're an empath, and I want you to talk about this, you pick up the energy of the person. So if somebody, and what happened to me was a really sad situation because it was heartbreaking, broke my heart. But what I learned was how empathic I really am because I could feel the energy and I could actually see that person. So I didn't want to see it. Okay, let's talk about that part. You don't want a curse. 
It is a curse. So talk about this a little bit, because it was a hard lesson. It was hard for me to learn how empathic I am and how psychic I am. And like you, you know, because you, yeah, yeah. I had a similar situation. So say not, not to be like me too, but me too, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have, you know, your spouse going, I'm not cheating. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Oh yeah. You're crazy. And you're crazy. And uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm not because I feel it. I feel it in my bones mm-hmm. you can, and you yeah. want the validation. So an empath and a lot of people don't understand this because they think an empath is the woo woo, you know, who's the psychic and who's all clairvoyant and who's got the crystals and And that can be that, but there's different categories of being an empath and not all of them are sensitive like you and I are. Some of Mm -hmm. them are very tough, but they've been a product of their environment or they've been the, had the training that has developed them not into being the ball of tears that I am. I am the one that cries like all the time. All right. Let's let's talk about these others because there's lots of them. And I want to talk about different things in your book. Got to go to commercial break. I want to use this for the podcast. You guys, I'm here today with Christy Robinette. Her book is Impress, Embrace Your Empathy. It's going to come out, I believe, February 8th. Is that right? Yes. All right. This is Nancy Earl, this Tyro to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Let's hit the 
Hi, this is Nancy Yerout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Christy Rabinat. Her book is Embrace Your Empathy. We're talking about different kinds of impasse. I didn't really know that there were so many different kinds of impasse. She goes over them here in the book. Um, do you want me to, do you want to, you know, there's a physical empath, there's an emotional empath, right. there's an intuitive dream empath. There's an earth empath and an animal empath. And I know, you know you're going to laugh at me. I'm like, hmm, which one am I? All of them. Yes. Yeah. Because you can be. You don't have to be one or the other. You can be this one or that one or all of them. Yeah. There's, there's not a one size fits all Talk with this. Yeah. who we are. Right. So, and I think a lot of people think of the intuitive empath, you know, as being the empath. And an intuitive empath is the one that's very clairvoyant. They pick up a lot of information. They walk into a room and it's like a movie screen that's going on in their mind's eye and they're picking up all that information. That's why they're also a dream empath because some of that info can come through in a dream state if they're fighting it from their own physical you know, and, and sensing that. Then we've got the physical empath. I unfortunately think that's the most difficult because I feel things. That's so what if you I've are. got somebody with, I'm all of them too. Okay. If I've got I feel with, like, okay, all right. I'm all of them. I'm, in fact, I say it in the book. I'm like, I sound like I like want to be like the star. I, I apologize. I'm all of them. But, you know, so somebody who's in front of me that has cancer I'll feel that cancer. So a lot of people that are the physical empaths, they go into the medical field or they go into physical therapy or they go into, you know, something aligned and they don't realize, but it's that intuitive nudge and they kind of cross to, you know, where they sort of blend together. And then we've got the emotional empath. That's the crying part of it, where you all of a sudden feel like crying, but you don't know why you feel right. so emotional. Right. And it's because you're carrying other people's stuff or they're handing it to you and you don't even realize it because you're the caregiver. And that's the and hard part about being an empath. I want to say that even through Zoom, I pick up the energy and I've had to really, yeah. we're going to talk about protection, but I just want to interject really quick. It doesn't matter. You can be on the phone. You can be on sure. Zoom. Um, you guys, that's how you pick up the energy. And we're going to talk about protection because it can totally impact you. It can be through text. It can be through a television screen. And in this crazy pandemic that we've been in, people who don't realize that they're as, em they're as empathic as they are, are picking up all of this negative energy and it mutates into more negativity unless you protect yourself or you have a cleansing, you know, ritual. And that doesn't have to be so woo-woo either. A lot of people right. think, oh, I got to sit there for an hour with singing bowls and, you know, <laughs> chanting something. And you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Right. So there's weather empaths and those are the ones that feel a storm coming on. They, they feel it. And sometimes they feel it physically as yeah. well. It might yeah. not just be like man, I think the weather person's wrong and we're going to get a huge snowstorm or no. there's a tornado. It can yes. be my knee. It's my knee. As soon as I can tell you, <laughs> it's my, I can tell you when the storm is cut. You can too, can't you? I can. I know. I tend to feel a lot in my gut. So I have a okay. lot of stomach. We all have weak parts. Part of it's astrological too. So every astrological sign has their own weak spot of their physical right. body, but right. then our own unique 
you know, self has that too. And I, when I teach psychic classes or even empath classes, I say, let's find your spot. It might be you're super excited and you feel that airiness in your head, or have you ever gotten, this sounds disgusting, but you've gotten so excited that you're like, I have to run to the bathroom and have like the best bowel movement of like the month, you know, so they just feel like they've got this release from okay. it sometimes okay. that's also a positive okay. and negative is that oh you know that tent side right animal empaths you know that's sort of a, a no-brainer yeah. you know we are the house my my husband is definitely this i am too but he is snow white so we have every animal that will show up at our house including my office one time i looked out the window and there was a horse oh, and like Lord. i have a i have a, like a real horse not a right. psychic like no, a horse. Place. Yeah. They find, they find us. Yeah, and they do. <laughs> so that's, I love it. I love it. And it's, it's, um, you know, earth empaths, a lot of them will go into landscaping or environmental or wanting to heal, you know, the planet in some way. And a lot of times, again, people are like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life, or I don't mm -hmm. know you know, where I'm supposed to go, or I'm having an identity crisis. No, you're not, right. you know, just listen to the things that you excite you. Mm -hmm. And it will spotlight which empath you are. And in the book, it will tell you what maybe occupations you should look at or look at a pet rescue. Well, or... as you're saying this, you're going to crack up. I'm a real estate broker and I sell land. <laughs> I used oh, to sell so you're definitely. So yeah, in the beginning and yeah, in the beginning I sold houses, but I gravitated towards land. I was like one of the first people like 20 years ago that would like specialized in land. And I still, I still sell land to this day. And I, I will say that. this, I will tell you this and I bless the land. So people ask me, so if you ever, if you guys go to my website, nancyerald.com and I will bless the land for you, but it's my energy when I go stand on the land that yeah. changes the dynamic. And that's why my, Usually my stuff sells pretty good as long as I go stand on it. And well, it, you're it's, putting the good energy into it mm -hmm, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to say that you were talking about different and I'm like, oh my God, truly one of the best books I've ever picked up. Thank you. And I've said this twice now because there's so much in here. Um, I got to read something. I, this really hit home with me. I hope you don't mind. It's just, wow. Not at all. This is the beginning of the book, you guys. Listen to this. Feeling all the feelings. Once upon a time, there was a girl with long blonde hair and blue-green eyes. You could look at her a certain way, and she'd either swell with joy or crumble into sadness. She lived in a house filled with heavy emotions. The world around her was weighted and worn, and she carried it all as if it were her job to do so. She was both untaught and unable to take the time to feel her own feelings because she was so busy cleaning up the emotional mess others carelessly left behind. Before she could even find herself, she lost herself. Growing up, everyone tried to change her, tell her to tighten up or to toughen up and to stop being so sensitive. She always felt different. She felt alone. She daydreamed of a place where she was accepted and understood. It wouldn't be until several decades later that she realized she wasn't flawed at all. She was an empath. There were techniques she could learn to not absorb so much while still staying true to who she was. She discovered she wasn't defective. She was gifted. That girl was me. And if you're reading this, it's likely you as well. Wow. That hit home, girlfriend. And I think for a lot of people, 
It does. A lot of people who are empaths lived in trauma. Yes. Yeah. My mom was a narcissist. Yeah. My mom was a narcissist and we're attracted to narcissistic people because we always try to fix everybody. We are the fixer uppers. We are the caregivers and that I don't want anybody to say, well, are you trying to take that away from the gift of empathy? Absolutely not. But it's also teaching that you are not supposed to fix. You can hand the tools, you can assist, but most narcissists or toxic people, they don't want to be fixed. They want to be like a fire and just crumble everything around them. And empaths need to start learning that and boundaries so they stop attracting that yes. yes and so i've learned and this is what she talks about in the book this is so cool she talks about the traits of an impasse but she also talks about things impasse love you talk about the negativities of being an empath you talk about right. the dangers of being an empath and that's one of the dangers actually until you realize you're an empath i just want to say this because i feel so strongly about it once you realize like now i've realized right so now i have boundaries Right. And now I see, I go, oh, you know, because we're so loving and we're so nice and we're so kind, you know, and we don't even realize a lot of times we're being railroaded until like way after. And then we're like, and then we're like, oh, (laughs) yeah. Talk. So talk about some of it because you can be healthier. You can create boundaries. You say create boundaries. You say um, know what you can control, have a purpose. start moving, start doing exercises. There's a lot of different things we can do. A lot of self-care. And I I get a lot of excuses, like if it were that easy or, you know, the buts and the, you know, what ifs and you don't understand. And no, no, I do understand. It's why one, I wrote this book because although it's not a one size fits all, it definitely, there are, there are, if you are going through this, somebody else has gone through it too. Yeah. And somebody else has either been shattered from it or they've healed from it. And I want to have these empaths be, I want them to understand, but I want them to prosper. I want them to be abundant in all different things. There's a chapter specifically on love. It just talks about love and it talks about narcissism. There's another chapter with regards to parenting an empath and how to deal with that. Yes. And because I got to say, I wanted, I wanted to commend you because I've never, you're the first person I've seen to adjust children because I have a grandson who's an empath. I know he is because my daughter's an empath. And not everybody empath. is an empath. Right. So not everybody knows what to how do. To deal. If, if yeah. my mom and dad understood, they probably wouldn't have read the book, but if they would have understood <laughs> that, you know, they couldn't utilize the same behavioral patterns that they were trying to use with my brother and my sister, that it wasn't going to work. I couldn't be parented the same way. Then quite possibly I might not have been so damaged, you know, through everything. Now my mom was also a narcissist. My mom also had mental health issues. I talk about it in the book. She went to a mental facility. So I just assumed that eventually I would also go to a mental facility. I know. I read that. She was an empath, though. She was just very, very, she was of the time where they really had to toughen up. And they utilized 
horrible means of trying to get that empathy out of people with shock therapy. I know, I know. Experimental. It was terrible. Let's go to commercial break. I want to talk some more about this. Um, yeah, because I did read that about your mother and, and that is a really, it was just a sign of the times. They didn't recognize who we were. Let's talk about right. that more when we come back. Um, you guys, I'm here today with Christy Rubinette. Her book is Embrace Your Empathy. It's coming out on February 8th. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Ridge Humanity and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Christy Robinette, and we are talking about impasse. I wanted to say a little bit more about, um, you know, it's weird. There are so many impasse right here on the planet. You know, you were talking about your mom being a narcissist, yet she was an empath, but she was, they didn't understand her. No one's ever really understood me. I didn't understand myself until I finally figured out I was an empath, and that's why, um, and that there was nothing wrong with me. But, um, you know, I feel like, and I want to get your take on this. I feel like intuitively, in fact, I know this, there are so many of us here right now, the impasse are here. There is a reason we're all here, I feel, because we are here to help raise the vibration of the planet for the ascension if we weren't, because we're to be the examples, to be the empathics. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Do you agree with that? Completely agree. I think that we filter so much in and we take so much in, but we're really doing a service to the planet, to the next humankind, to Mother Earth, to our children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, et cetera. And I don't want to say that we're the sacrificial lambs. Some days it feels like it, but there is an opportunity for us to help with that awakening and to help with that ascension 
And it makes me almost want to cry because I know that a lot of people have had to suffer and they have sacrificed, you know, for it. But I also believe there's a healthy way to do it. And we don't have to be filled with as much pain as a lot of the empaths and a lot of the intuitives believe that we have to be. I think that that's a misconception. I agree. I agree. I have learned to put up boundaries. You say in the book, say no. I agreed with all of these. You're like, say no. I'm like, oh yeah, that's one of them. Uh, Embrace holistic practices, which when you connect and meditate, you guys, that's huge. You say exercise outside. You say stomp it out. Talk about that. Tell the audience what that is. Stomp it out. You know, I, I, being little, that was one of the things when I felt that heavy presence, I would stomp and I would jump up and down. And my dad always thought it was really funny. And he'd say, jump higher, Christy, stomp harder. And it would make me mad. And I would do it more because I was trying to get the excess energy out. But just like a child having a temper tantrum, we're allowed to feel all of the feelings. We've been told not to for so long. We're allowed to feel all of that, but we're not supposed to carry all of that either. So stomping it out is great. I was a percussionist when I was younger (laughs) and that's that same, you know, pounding on the drums or, you know, you don't have to, again, go into that quiet meditation. There's like swear yoga, you know, there's where you throw <laughs> things at the wall. Like you don't have to be so, you know, peace and love and well, love. Rewind. Ask if you want to, not at somebody, but. <laughs> well, rewind a little bit. You went through stuff where you had a, a relationship where somebody was not honest. And I had that too. And it took me a year. I will say this, a year, a whole year to get past it. Because in one way, we can tell if someone is lying. <laughs> We can. Oh my gosh. We are the human lie detectors. We are. And I want people to understand that you can't lie to me because I know. But the worst is I think for a psychic empath like us, and I want to know how you handled it. Because I think the worst thing for me was to be lied to. If you just told me the truth, it would have been better. But when you lie to me, it was the worst thing you could do. It is like you physically took a knife and sliced me in the face. Yeah. And so, I mean, and I, what I did, and I want you to tell the audience what you did to get past it. I just really connected to God and started doing my prayers. Journaling has been a phenomenal thing for me. And it, cause you get all your, you know, I right. tell, I tell God everything. Hey, Good did you know this? And the ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and you talk, like, yeah, I know yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you don't want to be bitter. And you don't want to hold on to it. And so you got to hope on a pony of them, you know, that whole thing. So, I mean, but it took time. Did you have that same thing? I had a weird thing. And it's actually what aligned me to my path is I went to my minister. I was raised Lutheran and I went to my minister. And when my divorce was going through, I had hidden my psychic abilities because my ex hated it. He hated that I knew when he was lying, you know, Mm -hmm. and so... I went to my minister and I'm like, I see things, I feel things, take it away, give me an exorcism, do something. And I ended up giving him my first reading. And I ended up bringing through a son of his that had passed in a drowning accident that nobody in the parish knew existed. And he had carried that guilt with him all those years because it was on his watch. His wife had now I have for chills. the weekend. 
Oh and my God. So this person that was on the pulpit preaching, this is evil. This is, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. He handed me a business card of somebody and said, he's a medium. He's also another Lutheran minister. And I think that you need to talk to him. And I think you need to quit your job and do this full time. And I went, wait, what? So I wanted, <laughs> I wanted like counseling for divorce and he gave me career counseling. That's right. And so I ended up getting a closer relationship with God closer. Me too. As I embraced who I was yes. than when I was going to church seven days a week in parochial school. Right on. Isn't it funny? So I just want to say that sometimes these tragedies bring you closer to the divine. And that's, a, God, that is so wonderful. Absolutely. Now, I, I think that we sometimes get crap that's handed to us. Mm -hmm. And we do the, oh, woe is me. And nobody's, like I said, nobody's ever been through this. And guess what? God is making room for better. Absolutely. He just is. Absolutely. And you know, and it changed you as a person. Absolutely. Yeah. I You're a whole different person. Having a dozen books. You would have never written this. List. I would have yeah. never written that. No, no. Isn't I wouldn't be crazy? in my farmhouse that I love and a husband yeah. that I adore. I wouldn't be here. Right. You had to I go would not through. be here. Right. So sometimes you guys, I just want to say you have to go through the tough times to kind of find yourself. And the biggest thing you can do, and I just want to say this is to connect with God. You can call it divine. You can call it spirit. You can call it whatever you want. I call him God. I, I believe there is a higher vibration and I connect every day and it changes your life and it changes everything. And I just want to say that because I'm so, I feel so much you, how did you get into helping the police? How did all of that come about? I want to talk. We were at five minutes before we got to go to break. Tell me about this. Quick story. So I was eight years old. My grandfather was my person and he was tragically murdered. Oh, uh, a couple weeks after his passing, I was at a mall and I had an attempted kidnapping. My grandfather in spirit saved my life. They believe that that was the Oakland County killing killer that was in Michigan that was trying to take me. Oh my God. Um, I then turned. To I remember that by the way, cause I'm from Michigan and I lived there at the time. That's really weird. Okay, go ahead. So this was, you know, I I'm like seven, eight years old at the time. And not that I freaked my parents out anyway, but now I turned to reading true crime books and I was training myself unknowingly of utilizing the psychic gifts with regards to true crime. After my minister gave me the business card to go, you know, seek out this other psychic medium, um, it ended up that the place that he was working out of was across from a police station and the policemen would come over and hand cold cases and not cold cases. And they said, Hey, do you want to try? And I said, sure. And so it ended up that I was pretty good at it. Word got around and I started working worldwide with police departments on a voluntary basis, non-paid completely non-paid. Okay. Okay. And um, I only take a few a year because it's very heavy. So I traveled around worldwide helping wow. find closure, if we can even call it that, for families of missing persons. And thankfully, there were some cases where the people were alive, but most of them were tragic. And um, some, were, some were really scary. I ended up at one point being almost the victim during one of the situations. So it was almost like something I felt like I had to give back. My grandpa saved me from this situation right. I was supposed to give back to everybody else. Wow. That's incredible. Are there, is there one story that you're able to tell us? 
to talk about that, um, that there was sticks a young with girl. you? Oh, there's a lot, but there was a young girl. Her name okay. was Ashley and she ended up coming to me in spirit and saying, okay. I've, I've been killed and my mom is having a hard time and you need to find me and, and put me to rest. Mm. And I never contact the police, but she would not leave me alone in spirit. And I contacted the police. They gave me permission to talk to crime stoppers who then set up a meeting with the family. It took about two years, but we ended up, I went to where she said she was buried um, in a state in a city that I had never been to and stuck a branch in the ground. And I said, okay, dig. And they said, she we can't, there. this is private property. Um, and so it ended up, that was one of the cases where I ended up almost getting killed by the person because media was there. They brought it up. You know, the psychic thinks she knows where he, where she is. This is where it is. Oh, they were going to kill you because you knew where it was. They killed everyone associated with the case, pretty much. Oh they bulldozed everybody. Oh, my God. So uh, then the police were not happy because then they had to keep an eye on me. He has he is now serving uh, two life sentences because he ended up killing more people. Did not serve a life sentence for the person that he originally killed, though. But she was found she was put to rest. Her mom, unfortunately, passed before she was found. I'm still friends with the rest of the family. It's just a so such a tragic case. So do you still do it or do you have you? I do. I take only a few a year because they and, and I don't ever contact any of the police anymore. So they contact me and you. say, hey, Christy, yeah. can you look at this file? And sometimes mm -hmm. I hear back from them. Sometimes I don't. My son's a, a law enforcement officer now. Oh, because well. he grew up with seeing me. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. So oh, my yeah. gosh. All right. We got to go to commercial break, you guys. I'm here today with Christy Robinette. Her book is Embrace, Embrace Your Empathy. Make sensitivity your strength. This is Nancy Yerald. This is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Join 
join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Christy Robinette. Her book is Embrace Your Empathy. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that today. (laughs) She's an empath, and we're talking about, you know, what it's like to be an empath, how to protect ourselves, how we should put up um, boundaries. You know, I just want to say this. uh, In the beginning, I used to put white light around myself. I knew when I was younger to bubble myself and my kids when we went places. Now, as I become more... um, hmm, out there, I guess I've had to protect myself more. So talk to us about what we can do to protect ourselves. Well, the one thing that I love about the book, I love about my book that I wrote, that sounds so narcissistic too. I love my book. But the one thing that I like with it is I included in the end of each chapter, different protection, different meditations, different essential oils, different crystals that are connected straight to that empath that is supposed to help. And some of the meditations are honestly protection. You know, it is not necessarily if you feel uncomfortable with the idea of prayer, but sometimes it is a prayer. Sometimes it is asking Archangel Michael to vacuum up all of the excess so that you're not carrying that heavy burden of, you know, the the stones of energy that everyone's been giving to you. So the white light works really, really well. Another one that I really like, and I don't know if I have it in the book, but is creating a ball of all of your excess energy that everyone's given to you and physically throwing it. You think of those weighted balls, those okay. medicine balls. Okay. That is what we're carrying around and just hold it and put yeah, but- into it everything that you know. I'm angry about this. This person hurt my feelings. Okay. Just like go like this. this. Okay. Like just- okay. Yeah, just go like this and it makes it all well better. because you have this away. thing where you get it off of you too you know what i mean so there's a couple I wash it off yeah i i read that in your book too and i used to do that and i stopped doing it i forgot you know sometimes we forget oh, to do what practice what i we do preach. that i i and i taught my kids to do that too and it's interesting because we'll be in say like an event and there'll be somebody icky that i don't really like 
or I'll watch my kids, you know, when they were in school and I'll see them do this instinctively. And it's like, they're not, they don't, you're not even aware, but you're like, I'm not going to collect this person's energy. I'm going to wipe this off. And the more that you do that, and the more that you train yourself that you're not going to connect to that energy, the more that it becomes muscle memory. And okay. it helps you create that those boundaries. That's really good. Well. Yeah, no, that's really um, you good. Can you can have an amulet, like some people like to wear a cross, some mm-hmm. people like to wear a crystal. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that is it's like a filter, a furnace filter, it gets clogged up. So make sure that you're you know, cleansing it. Um, and you can cleanse your area. You don't have to use white sage. You can use bay leaves. You can use lavender. You can use rose petals. You can light a candle. There's no one way, but there's so many ways. There's so many ways. Yeah. Now I'm big on the salt bath because I feel like this, yeah, I feel like, uh, it gets attached to me and then I get it off that way. Also, I carry those little, I don't have them today, but I have them right here. I order these. You're going to crack up. And I put little salt packets in my pockets when I go out into the world. What? I like that. You know what else I really like? I don't know if it's in the book either, but the reflective tape. So you can put a piece of reflective tape on your bra and that reflects the energy off as well. I do that with my neighbors. I have a mirror that I put yes. on the wall. You guys are going to crack up. Yeah. And I send the energy back to them. That's why gazing balls were created. You know, those garden balls. That's yeah. actually the reason why. Or you'll wear the, the, the Turkish eyes. I've got, you know, oh. the, the third eye earrings. I've never seen those. that in some fashion. So whether it's a necklace, I have one hanging on my mailbox. So it keeps somebody off my property. So where do you get, so wait, these are little third eye. Where do you get the, eBay, anywhere. This is, this is actually Vera Wang. Oh my God. And they're third eye earrings. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the evil eye. It keeps uh, negative energy Mm -hmm. away. So there's so many different ways, but, but the rinse off is probably the wipe off is probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And I read that in the book and I was like, yeah, cause I used to do the white light around me and it's not enough. So I've had to buff it up a little bit, you know, well, you can add a different light to it too. So maybe white, even though that's all of the light, you can go with a violet flame. You can go with that purple light and that will help. Or you can, you know, like a snowsuit. You can amp it up like puffle off and like step into like this great big puffle off soup. That's soup. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm losing you there for a second. I don't know why. Well, um, you there are so many different things that we can do. And you guys, I just want to say that through the book, I mean, she talks about so many different things. She does a chapter, and I want to mention this on each type of empath. So there's a chapter on the physical empath. There's a chapter on the emotional empath. Is there another story maybe that you'd like to share with us? Well, I've got you here for a few more minutes today. That would help some empaths. Things that, um, I don't know, something that would help the audience out there maybe. You know, I think that in general, just knowing that you're not alone, you know, is really something and that we don't understand what everybody else's story is I, I talk about a story in there about a corporate bully that I had. Yes, I, I read that. Tell that and story. Tell that. He was just a jerk. Like he was just like the typical corporate bully that 
you know, was backstabbing, wanted, you know, all of the attention. And he was one of the main reasons why I left. And years later, I look at my schedule and I don't look, I just look at first names. I don't look at last names. And Mm -hmm. his name was Todd and I have a pretty 50-50 clientele, you know, male, female. And I'm like, not a big thing. But then I saw him and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the corporate bully. This is the person. He made an appointment with you. He made an appointment with me. Ah. He didn't know it was me because my last name had changed. I had gotten married. I had changed my hair color. Like I, and he did not know. He did not recognize me. And he was having problems in his life that made me really think of, I did not know. I did not recognize as even as an empath. It was all about me and all of the negativity that I was experiencing instead of realizing that he was going through something and he was acting the way he was because of whatever was going on in his life. I ended up, you know, having this confessional and telling him, by the way, this is who I am. And I want to thank you because if it weren't for him, I would not have quit that job. And I wouldn't have, like we said before, all of the dots connected and he was part of it. He felt terrible about it. I've stayed in contact with him for years later and it really changed his life because he has become so much more holistic in the way he approaches people. And uh, he's like, he calls himself, you know, a former, you know, jerk uh, uses another word. Yeah. I hear it. it. It is where they can be, like we talked about narcissists can also be empaths, but they're so angry about being so sensitive that they've built a wall around themselves. So I always say give people chances, but not too many chances. You know, I want to talk about that a little bit. It's funny you would bring that up. I always put myself out there. The audience knows it's okay. When I was younger, you know, I was angry. I can remember there was a lot, there was a long period of time I went through. I was really angry because, you know, you get like that because what happens is you guys and an empath is when someone is mean to us or they say something, it like we take it so seriously. We take it to heart. And until you learn that it's not, you know, how can I say this? You got to not toughen up, but like you said, learn where it's coming from. Does that make sense? A little bit. Did you freeze here on me? I think she froze on me, you guys. But anyway, that happens to a lot of us out here. Um, Are you there? Robin, did we lose you? Oh, no, we lost her. Oh, no. Are you back? There you are. (laughs) It's okay. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, no. We lost Christy. We lost Christy here, you guys. Oh my gosh. Let's see if we can get her back here. Uh, Got to unmute. Unmute. There you go. Are you there? Hello? Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Absolutely not. Spirit's playing with us. Someone is messing with us. Oh, well, okay. So we got three minutes. Who's messing with us out there? We'll send you some white light. Crazy. (laughs) So I missed your story. Well, no, I was just telling that when I was younger, I was angry. Like you talk about, like you were just saying, because when you're an empath for a long time and you take everything so seriously, 
And you don't realize that, and other people don't, and you don't understand, and you think there's something wrong, but there's not. It's just that we are very empathetic. And what you learn over time is what I was saying, like, you know, you learned is you, it's not, you learn how to put up boundaries and you don't take everything so seriously. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, I, I think that everybody has their own way of dealing with what they're dealing with. And a lot of it, honestly, is the way that we're raised. Yeah. But then there's also the core of who we are, because not to get into too much weirdness, but some people are old souls yes. and some people are reincarnated. Yes. And so they've also got the product of their upbringing or their spirituality from a past as well. Mm -hmm. And they're bringing that into this and they're thinking that it's going to fit. And it, and it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And then they're all upset and then they act some <laughs> sort of way and have expectations that make them feel defeated. Right. And so often, you know, people, I, I think that's what really trips people up and empaths so much so is the expectations. They put so much expectation on themselves and they put so much expectation on the reaction of another person. And then when they don't get that validation, they feel sore. And then they feel like they're less than themselves. And it has nothing to, it's apples and oranges. It has nothing to do with nothing. Right. I guess the biggest thing I want people to realize is empaths are completely different. They really are than other people special. You, yes. you said, you know, yes, it's a curse. And I talk about it in the book over and over because for so long, I thought it was a curse. And I really do think that there are many blessings connected to being an empath. And there's an ability to help heal this world, yeah. not necessarily heal everybody, because again, that's an unrealistic. I know we want to heal everybody. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It happen. <laughs> but even if you impacted one person in your lifetime, that is something that you've completed your mission. And we just want to help millions of people. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad you came today. You guys. It's Christy Robinette. The book is Embrace Your Empathy. You guys got to pick it up. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really so appreciate I'm excited it. that it comes out right at Valentine's Day too, because I think it's such a, a gift for yourself. The yeah. book is, I think it's such a gift for, you know, other people, even if it's those that like, Hey, I know you don't understand me, but here is who I am. Like here's a handbook of who I am. And hopefully we can better connect in our relationships you know, whatever that might be. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad you came today. Hey guys. And if you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com and just click on the book button and you can book your date and time with me. You guys, I'm going to get out of here for today, but thanks so much again, Christy and you guys, everybody take care and God bless. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.